This is the Hasidic Story Project with Barack Holman, podcasting from Jerusalem, Israel. To become a supporter of this podcast, please go to HasidicStory.com. H-A-S-I-D-I-C-Story.com. You'll never know. You'll never know. You'll never know. You'll never know. One of the rabbis that was frequently visited by Eliyahu Navi, Elijah the prophet, was the Amorah, Yoshua ben Levi, who lived almost a thousand years after Eliyahu Navi. And the Talmud tells us that Eliyahu taught Rabbi Yoshua many secrets, even arranged for Rabbi Yoshua to make a live visit to Shemayim, to heaven, and even got him an audience with Mashiach. That's how tight their relationship was. And there's a story we know about Rabbi Yoshua ben Levi. He hadn't seen Eliyahu Navi for a long time, and he missed seeing Eliyahu Navi. So he decided to fast and pray for 40 days, begging Hashem to reveal Eliyahu once again. And sure enough, after 40 days of fasting and davening, Eliyahu Navi appeared to Rabbi Yoshua. And Rabbi Yoshua was very excited. Every time he was excited to meet Eliyahu Navi. But here it had been such a long time. And he wanted to come closer to Hashem. He wanted to learn how to serve Hashem better. So he asked Eliyahu Navi if he could spend a few days traveling with him, and observing what Eliyahu Navi observed. So Eliyahu Navi said, no, I don't think it's the right thing for you. And Rabbi Yeshua said, you know, if I could learn from you, it would be such an incredible experience. It would truly enhance my service of Hashem. And Eliyahu Navi looks at Rabbi Yeshua and he said, listen, you know, we're good friends, but I have to refuse your request because you're going to see things that your mind will not be able to bear. And you're going to ask me all the time for explanations. And you're just going to slow me down. I have too much work to do. But Rabbi Yeshua promised Eliyahu Navi he wouldn't ask any questions or even be surprised by anything. He gave his word and he said, I'll simply watch. I'll just be an observer. And I promise I won't bother you at all. So Eliyahu Navi agreed. And Rabbi Yeshua was very excited. But Eliyahu warned him. Our deal is one question one doubting what you see or asking about anything, and I'm going to send you back home. So Rabbi Yeshua agrees, and the two of them start walking on the road. And they come to a run-down old hut, deep in the forest, surrounded by an old broken fence. And there's a little skinny cow in the backyard. And the Awanavi comes to the front door and knocks. And an old Jew opens the door and sees the two guests. He starts shouting to his wife. Hanale, Hanale, we have guests. Can you believe it? How many years has it been since we've had guests in our house? And Hanale comes back from the back room. She has an old piece of bread and she's smiling. She says to the guests, please come and wash. We don't have much, but we have this bread and I'll get you some milk from the cow. And she goes outside and milks the cow and brings in warm milk and then heats up some water for making tea. She has some plants in the backyard and make some tea from them. And while Eliyahu and Avi and Rabbi Yeshua are eating, the old couple brings out two straw mattresses and arranges a place for them to sleep on the floor. And they said, as soon as you finish eating, take your time, you can daven, learn whatever you rabbis need to do. And then here you go, you have a place to sleep. And in the morning, we'll be happy to give you breakfast. You can stay as long as you want. So Rabbi Yeshua and Eliyahu, of course, thank the couple. And they say goodnight. And early the next morning, while the couple was still sleeping, and the Aonavi woke up Rabbi Yoshua. 
They said to him, shh, don't make any noise. Let's go outside the house. And so they walk outside the house and they see the cow. And Eliyahu Navi says to Rabbi Yeshua, no questions. Got it? And Rabbi Yeshua nods his head. And then Eliyahu Navi says, Hashem, please, may it be your will that this cow drops dead right here on the spot. Just like that, the cow's eyes bulged open, its mouth opened, and it fell over on its side. And it was dead. Rabbi Yeshua is looking at Eliyahu Navi, and he's thinking, what? Eliyahu Navi just killed the cow? All this couple has is a cow. They don't have anything. They probably make a living from the milk of that cow. They hardly had any money, and they were so nice to us. They gave us food, and they gave us a place to sleep. And Rabbi Yeshua turns to Eliyahu Navi, but Eliyahu Navi has his finger up, and he says, Hmm? Hmm? What did I tell you? Not a word. And Rabbi Yeshua says, But I can't. I can't help myself. What did you do that for? They were so nice to us, and this is all they had. And Eliyahu says, I warned you. One more question, and you and I are going to part ways. So the entire next day, as they were walking, Rabbi Yoshua did not say a word. He was completely quiet, didn't ask any questions, didn't talk about anything, because he didn't want to break his agreement. And after walking the entire day, they came across a huge, big mansion. And the sun was setting, it was starting to get dark. And when they finally arrived at the mansion, they knocked on the door. And a rich man opened up the door, surrounded by servants. He looked at the two visitors. He said something to one of the servants and then turned around and walked away. And the servants took Eliyahu Navi and Rabbi Yoshua to a dark, cold corner of the house and left them there with no food, no mattress, not even water to spend the entire night. Early the next morning, Eliyahu Navi wakes up Rabbi Yoshua. He says, quick, we're leaving. But on the way out, Eliyahu Navi points to Rabbi Yoshua a wall that was surrounding the mansion. And the wall had fallen over and needed to be fixed. So Eliyahu Navi raises up his hands to the heavens. He says, Hashem, please fix this wall. Make it perfect and do it fast. And miraculously, right before their eyes, the bricks began jumping up, one on top of the other, and plaster began flying in the air. And in no time, the wall stood on its own, completely plastered and finished, looking brand new. Rabbi Yeshua was having a very hard time with this. He thinks to himself, what a chutzpah. This wealthy Jew treated us so terribly, and here Eliyahu Navi rewards him by rebuilding his broken wall? And that poor family that was so nice to us, he kills their cow? This is just crazy. But he knew if he said a word, he was done. So he kept his mouth shut. And Eliyahu Navi was watching Rabbi Yeshua to see if he was going to say anything. And when he saw that Rabbi Yeshua didn't say a word, the Awanavi had a big smile on his face. So they walked the next day, the entire day, on dusty roads in the forest. They walked through towns and fields, past farms and factories. And while they were walking, Eliyahu Navi was telling Rabbi Yeshua wondrous secrets of the Torah. And the whole time, Rabbi Yeshua was just quiet. Near nightfall, they found themselves in a town. And they went to the nearest synagogue, which was a beautiful shul. There were fine engravings on the outside. There was marble. It looked very impressive and beautiful. And they went inside to Davin Arvit, the evening prayer. But the Jews there were all very cold and indifferent. No one even went over to Eliyahu Navi and Rabbi Yeshua to say shalom or ask them if they have a place to sleep or eat or anything. And eventually the minion ended. Everyone left the shul. And Eliyahu Navi and Rabbi Yeshua were there by themselves. 
So Leonavi says, we're sleeping here tonight. But there was no place to sleep because the cold floor was made out of marble. So they sat on the benches and they waited all night. Early the next morning, most of the minion came back to shul, to Davin. And after Davening, Eliyahu tells Rabbi Yeshua, okay, we're leaving. They walked out, they turned around, and Eliyahu Navi says in a loud voice, May Hashem bless you all and make you into great leaders. Rabbi Yeshua thought to himself, this is who you want to be great leaders? The people who didn't give us a place to sleep or eat, who didn't even say shalom to us when we came into shul? That's a blessing that they should all be great leaders? But Eliyahu Navi was watching Rabbi Yeshua to see if he was going to say a word, and he didn't say anything. So they continued walking. And they walked again all day, and this time they came to a different town, and there was a very simple-looking shul. They walked into the shul, again for Aravit, for the evening prayer. And there, as soon as the davening ended, everyone turned around and said, Shalom Aleichem! Where are you two from? Where are you eating tonight? Do you have a place to stay? And people were arguing with one another, they're coming to us, they're coming to me, they're coming to me. Everyone wanted to host them. But Eliyahu Navi said they'd rather sleep in the shul. And so the community brought some mattresses, blankets, and food for them, made sure they were comfortable, and they slept in the shul. And early the next morning, after davening, Rabbi Yeshua and Eliyahu Navi left the shul, and Eliyahu Navi takes his hands and raises them up to the heavens. And he says, Ribbono Shalom, Master of the universe, may it be your will that only one person in this town be a leader. For Rabbi Yeshua, that was the end. That was the straw that broke the camel's back. He couldn't take it anymore. And he said, fine, fine, you were right. I can't take it anymore. You can send me home after this, but I have to know. Please, Eliyahu, I have to know what's going on here. So Eliyahu said, okay, fine. Ask me your questions and I'll answer them for you. But then after this, we're parting ways. So Rabbi Yeshua said, the old couple, why did you kill their cow? So Eliyahu Navi said, I saw that within just a few hours, the old Jew's wife was going to suddenly die. But I realized that she had so much more good to do in this world. So I asked Hashem that he transfer that tragedy for another, and that the cow die instead of them. And even though it seems like they would never be able to get by, they're actually going to do just fine. And she'll do much more in this world than that cow ever would have. So Rabbi Yeshua said, okay, what about the rich man in the wall? So Eliyahu Navi said, I fixed the rich man's wall because if he had started to rebuild the wall, he would have discovered a treasure chest buried at the foundation of the wall. And he would have been much richer than he is right now, one of the richest people in the world. But now this fool, he's going to come out and see that the wall is rebuilt and see that it's just some cheap miracle that I made for him. And he'll never even guess what riches are hidden under that wall. Not only that, but eventually the wall is going to fall over again and then it will never be rebuilt. Okay, Rabbi Yeshua said, what about the two cities? The two shuls that we were in? I don't get it. And the Aonavi said, there's no bigger curse than many leaders. Everyone argues with one another. There's no peace. They're always fighting. That's the, in quotes, blessing that I gave to them. They deserved it the way they treated us. That they shouldn't have any leadership. That everyone should feel that they're the leader. And everybody argue with one another. But the other shul, the one where everyone was nice to us, there I blessed them that they should only have one leader. Because when you have one leader, you can really work together and be unified. So now you see, the Aonavi said to Rabbi Yeshua, you couldn't handle it. I told you you couldn't handle it. And we're going to have to part ways. But just remember from now on, whenever you see something 
that seems to be wrong. Somebody good is suffering and somebody bad is doing really well. Don't ever doubt that Hashem is running the world because you've seen that things are not always the way that they appear. In fact, sometimes they might be exactly the opposite, that what looks like a curse is really a blessing and what looks like a blessing is really a curse. And with this, Rabbi Yoshua said Shalom Aleichem to Eliyahu Navi, said Aleichem Shalom to Rabbi Yoshua, and they parted ways while Eliyahu Navi continued his holy work. <laughs> Yeah, I love it.